0: Hello, hello, welcome to the Emotionally Healthy Activist Daily Arrow podcast, where we aim to align ourselves with God's purposes so that we don't miss the mark. Hi, my name is Kyle, and I'm InterVarsity, New York, New Jersey's media production coordinator. For 30 days leading up to the election, we offer this five-minute reflection as part of our eight-week Emotionally Healthy Activist course, which we encourage you to check out on EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com to help you center on Jesus, his heart for justice and revival, and respond as he would in the midst of COVID, our world's reckoning around race and America's tumultuous election season. From October 3rd to Election Day, we'll be lifting sections for the new book, Keeping the Faith, Reflections on Politics and Christianity in the Trump Era and Beyond, Seeking God in Scripture and Prayer, and Challenging You to Engage with What's Happening Within You, Within Our World, in Prayerful, Practical Ways. This devotion was written by Jonathan Walton. 1 Corinthians 12 says this, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If there were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have no equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. When I encounter this passage, I feel elevated and centered by God. As someone whose people have experienced racial violence and discrimination because of racism, even before we reach these shores, the thought of being honored by God because we have been so dishonored by the world is profoundly affirming. Therefore when my experiences in church, particularly after instances of police brutality, do not reflect the same importance of my people to and in the body of Christ, I feel a deep sense of grief and sadness. Most hurtful is what Pastor Rasul Berry so powerfully explains in his essay, The Promise and Perils to Critical Race Theory, in the anthology Keeping the Faith. In the wake of the Black Lives Matter movement and especially the high publicized and documented murders of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and George Floyd, instead of collective holy discontent, there are questions and accusations. But are these cries the result of real structural injustices or simply the result of an insidious ideology manufacturing rage to indoctrinate us to a new social order. As if the kneeling of a white police officer on the neck of an unarmed black man for eight minutes and 46 seconds was some type of cruel ruse and not a terrible atrocity worthy of our grief and efforts to change. My temptation is to judge Christ based on those who claim to know him, to condemn the church and pastors along with the cross and the tomb in the same breath. But just like Peter, when asked by Jesus if he would desert the Messiah too, I want to be able to say, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Thus it is not a building or the pastor who saves, but it is Christ himself, and the present and coming kingdom of God that is my refuge and help in time of need. It is in him that my eyes must be fixed. It is also in him that I must bring my longing for genuine reconciled community that will enter into my pain and see my struggle as their struggle, my plight as their plight, and have my presence as a person of color not be an accessory, but a necessity for their flourishing too. Take some time in silence to reflect on the passage and ponder this question. Where do you lean on humanity to offer things that only God can give? And where do you shield yourself from the others when someone who will stay awake with you in the Garden of Gethsemane as you wrestle with Jesus in tough times is what you really need? Take a moment to reflect on your need for Jesus to give you resurrection and where you need someone to come. the God of all comfort who comforts those who mourn and lifts us out of the pit come to you in strength, grace, and power to raise you up for this day. And may the one who knows all that we need and can provide it, send his ministers of reconciliation to hold our arms up for the waters of racism and oppression. Don't overtake you and those you love. Amen. If five minutes was not enough, or you want more, visit EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com for a guide through today's reflection. This podcast is part of a larger eight-part course to develop leaders with the character and capacity to meet and lead in the midst of life's most difficult moments with Christ at the center. You can also check out our Emotionally Healthy Activist course there. Also follow IVED Life on Instagram for daily arrow updates. Thanks for listening to the Daily Arrow podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Grace and peace to you, yours, and the world. See you tomorrow.